Hi there, we are back. I'm Janine. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Up next is author Tammy Lynn Stoner. She's here to talk about Sugarland. Good morning, Tammy. Hi, how are you doing? Good. I know we have less than 10 minutes, but tell me about the premise of this book, Sugarland. Well, the premise is back in 1923 in a small town in Texas, Midland, Texas, um, a girl falls in love with her best friend, and of course back then, you know, that sort of thing wasn't done or wasn't talked about, and she um, ran away to work in a prison, and she became a prison cook, and when she was in that prison in Sugarland, Texas, she met Lead Belly, the blues singer, who um, had sung his way out of prison, and that was a true story, and when he did that, it sort of inspired her to you know, move ahead and, and be true to her to her life. Now, how did you come up with the idea of this book? Well, I actually read the Lead Belly story <clears throat> years ago, and it was such an amazing story that I, I wanted to work with it somehow, and I had a collection of Luke stories about the Southern family. And when I, when I you know, found the Lead Belly story, I knew I could use that as sort of the backbone to bring, to bring the collection to life, so... It really started with the Lead Belly story. Now, you have a very interesting background. I guess your grandmother described you as having gypsy blood. You lived in more than 15 cities, and you had all these different uh, jobs, biscuit maker, medical experimentee, forklift operator. Tell me how that impacted you to where you are now. You know, I just, I always wanted to move around. I mean, now, actually, I'm calling you from Switzerland. Oh, wow. <laughs> so when you say good morning, it's actually good evening for me, but yeah. So, um, it impacted me, I think, from a, from a writing perspective, uh, that I've just met so many different kinds of people. You know, I lived in Korea for a year, and I spent a lot of time in you know, Amsterdam, and you know, that sort of thing. And so, I, I got to know all these different cultures, and, it, and it, uh, I think it allowed me to develop a kind of, I don't know, a kind of empathy for for different cultures and different kinds of people. And I'm sure it influences your writing in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and I'm really drawn to unusual, unrecognized characters and people that I, people whose stories I really want to tell. You, you know, the, the people that you don't meet every day. You have to kind of travel around and meet these people, and I, I, like, to, I like to dig into those kind of people. Is there any part of you that's in this book? Yeah, you know, there is. I, you know, I was born in Midland, Texas, so there's that. Um, but, you know, I had a relationship with the person who's now my partner, and back, you know, a long time ago, when we, when we first met in college, it was a very similar situation, you know. I, like, like the girlfriend in, in the book, was like, let's do this, and this was, you know, <laughs> 20, 30 years ago. And she was like, let's not, <laughs> this is terrifying, no, and, and, and in our relationship and this whole dramatic thing. And so I think in writing the book, though, I really, I, writing it really, the, the, the main character was almost from her perspective in a way. It allowed me to really, really sort of forgive and move past it and see how that could, how that could happen and, and, uh, and it allowed us really to, to get back together again like 20 years later. 20 years later, Wow. Yeah, strange, <laughs> strange winding story, but yeah, 20 years later, and then now we have twin girls, and, you know, we got married 10 years ago and everything, so. That's wonderful. Worked out fine. And she's in the info that you sent out, uh, the Sugarland Bulletin, which is super cute, by the way. Isn't that cute? That was my favorite part of the whole thing with the marketing. I was like, oh my God, the bulletin's so cute. Yeah, she's the one that interviewed me <laughs> in there. So cute. Mm-hmm. And you've been a writer since you were a little girl? Little, little, yeah, you know, I was that kid at the typewriter, you know, and, and um, I didn't really show anybody my work, though, until college, 
uh, and didn't really think it was something I could take seriously until even after college, really. And so uh, what gave you the push after college? You know, I just, uh, people started asking me for, for my work, and it just made me think, oh, I guess, you know, I guess there's something out there. So, and then I, I eventually started sending it out many, many years later, and um, got an agent and did the whole thing, and it it, uh, it just seemed like it, it uh, I had to really sit down and say, you know, I want to spend my life doing only things I love. Yes. And this was the number one thing, so, and it just worked out. And uh, you have a lot of accomplishments. Uh, you were nominated for a Million Writers Award and earned an F- M- excuse me an MFA from Antioch. Um, is there any like? Do you really love doing fiction, or would you want to do some nonfiction? You know, I had trouble staying on nonfiction. I could do nonfiction about things other than myself, I think, you know. And that's part of what, I mean, you know, the light belly story in the book is accurate. It's historically accurate. It took me years of, of research. And the new book I'm working on has a lot of, you know, ac- historically accurate things in it. So it, nonfiction plays a big part in, in my fiction. And I think I would like to do nonfiction about a cer- certain topics, you know, like the, the book, the, the series they have out now where they talk about, like, silence or something. But I, I don't think I could do a nonfiction about myself, really, because I, I sort of can't stick to the truth <laughs> in that way, you know. <laughs> I start writing about myself and I get a little bored, and then I start, you know, all of a sudden there's, you know, a spaceship in it or something. That's it's so not, funny. You know. <laughs> do you have um, advice for writers? Because the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. and Right, I love it. Thank you. And I'm always, <laughs> isn't it, what, what are we going to say? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is to just, uh, this is what proved true for me when it was a longer road, and I really, really stand by it, is just not to show people your work early on, not to get opinions, not to be conscious of it, and just to really sit there and develop your own style and your own voice without other people crafting you or over-editing you. Or I, I think it tends to produce so much similar work out there. Yes. That, um, you know, if you really want to be different and you really want to make your mark, I think you just need to tough it out for a couple of years by yourself. <laughs> yeah, you I know? think you have to be confident in your voice and your message because it's such a tough industry. Oh, it's hard. I mean, if you put your stuff out there right when you're new to it and, and somebody tells you, oh, you, you know, don't start your sentences with I or don't use this adjective or don't, you know, don't start to confine you within all these things, it, it can make you hyper aware of of your audience, and really, you should should just be writing for you at that you know yes. period, but especially at that point in your career, I think, for me at least. Well, and if you know, for me, as soon as somebody starts throwing criticism at me, I th- I think, oh, I'm n- I can't do this. I, well, I know. I got to do I something know. else. I'm not meant to be a writer. <laughs> right? No, it's true. Yeah. Uh, when you're when you're new, I mean, you could be new at fifty. It doesn't matter. But when you're new at it, yeah. it's just not really the time to to develop that dependency on on response. Right. What else would you like readers to know about this book without giving too much away? What to know about it? Uh, you know, I, I really just sat around to, to present a character that I think could have existed and does exist today in, in some of the less tolerant places in the world, but... Um, you know, I really just want people to get it, you know, live the story and to really get into it, and then at the end it starts to become funnier and she opens up and her life, 
I really want people to be motivated in a way to just not keeping their secrets anymore. If if that can, if this, if this book can do it, that would be that would be lovely. I think that's great. I want to give out your website. It's sure. T- Tammy Lynn Stoner. T A M M Y L Y N E Stoner dot com, and uh, all the info is up there about all the things you've written. Uh, anything else you would like to say about your website? No, just thank you very much for having me on. I'm sorry that the call was a little delayed at the beginning, and I I appreciate all your time. Oh, my pleasure, and congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, I wanted to uh, mention one thing. Didn't you have a a video promoting your book? What do they call that? Oh, a book trailer. Yes, I thought that was so cool. We had a blast, and actually the people that did that book trailer are now, I think in about another month, they're going to start to pitch the... um, the film version of of, uh, of Sugarland. We're finishing up the script now, but um, they they had a blast. And the, the woman that directed it does uh, was actually like a special effects editor for um, Black Panther, and uh, I guess she's working on Spider Man now or something. But she really wants to be, you know, she loves that, but she really would love to transition into directing more. So um, it just happens to be a good friend of mine, and so she went all out. I mean, I was expecting it to be basically puppets, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like somebody moving a pencil around and dancing or whatever, and it was, she, she went full out, you know, but that end shot, I don't know if you remember it, but somebody was like up on the roof of a building mm-hmm. to shoot down to get the full, to get the full lawn, I mean, it was a whole, incredible, like a full shoot. Yeah, much better than your puppet idea. Much <laughs> better than my puppets, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was a blast. It was a blast. It was a really cool little thing that we did there. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Congratulations on your book, Tammy Lynn Stoner, Sugarland. Have a great day. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye-bye. If you missed any part of my conversation with Tammy Lynn, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And I'm on Twitter at moms underscore rock, KUCI's on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM. We're going to take a little break, and then I'm going to be back with Julia Joseph. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.